Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. I firmly believe that the divine works through people to help us every day. These angels and saints are so very humble. Many of us don't know they exist or existed. Hello, my name is Angel and I'll be your host as we explore the lives of these amazing beings. We will also explore topics that can help your faith, no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to inspire, encourage, educate, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith. Hello and welcome to your oasis in the desert, a place where you can catch your breath, recharge, and heal. If you're new to the show, thank you very much for finding us. It is my deepest hope and prayer that you find everything you're looking for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast here and more. And if you're returning, infinite thanks, blessings, and love for all of your support. Ooh-wee, am I ever excited about today's show. Wow. I, <laughs> you guys are probably looking at the title of the show and scratching your head, and I'm sure a lot of you are tuning in for the first time because you caught the title Jedi and the Mystics. And no, it's not a cool rock band, but that would make an awesome band name, Jedi and the Mystics. What I'm going to share with you all today and explore today is how, if any of you are familiar with the Star Wars franchise and all of the movies and TV shows and they actually have a TV series now called Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is, wow, off the charts. It is, it's truly an incredible series, and I highly recommend it to everyone to check it out. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, it's, it's really good, really, really good stuff. So the reason for this show is I envision, just plain old me, envision future faiths, in religions, most of all, mystics. I envision them to be like the Jedi. And Oscar Wilde said in The Decay of Lying in 1889, life imitates art more than art imitates life. And I completely believe that. And you can just see how the mystic way can it evolve into something as the Jedi? Um, and actually, I found out and discovered that Jediism is an actual faith. There is an actual church called Temple of the Jedi Order that was founded in 2005. And they're based in the UK and also in Texas here in the United States. I reached out to the temple here in Texas to try to get an interview because I thought it would be awesome to have someone from the church, maybe at a Jedi night themselves on the show and have them explain and share what I'm going to explain and share because I thought it would be better coming from them. But I did not get a reply. And I can completely understand that because if you receive an email requesting an interview for a podcast from a reverend like me, it's going to throw you off because I'm sure they catch a lot of flack and a lot of people don't believe that their faith is real. But 
au contraire, I will show and share with you today that the Jedi faith in Jediism is very real and alive. Now, it may not be all that we see in the movies and on TV with uh, all of the, you know, moving of objects and controlling things. But again, as I was saying before, I can honestly see in the future mystics being able to do that and that they will be able to control energy. Um, I'm, there are so many monks and nuns now that can do that, that are in secret, that don't share that with many people. I've been very blessed to see some videos of Tibetan monks doing some pretty outlandish things that to most of us would be like, that's just supernatural. There's absolutely no way a human can do that. But yet these beings can because they are able to focus, harness and control the energy that is all of us, the, which you, whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, the divine, that energy, that life force. And there's that word, the force. And that's what the Jedi refer to as what they believe in and what they follow and what they practice. And again, I'm going to share a lot of information on the Jedi today that I think is really going to intrigue you and if anything it's gonna fascinate you it's 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 really it, it really is very fascinating i know so it already sounds like i'm trying to sell a used car right honestly i'm not this this will sell itself it's it is it's very at least i find it very intriguing and fascinating so jediism is a religion based on the observance of the force which could be considered the universe the all that is that essence that life and essence and energy a ubiquitous and metaphysical power that a jedi a follower of jediism believes to be the underlying fundamental nature of the universe jediism finds its roots in philosophies similar to those presented in an epic space opera called star wars it is a religion in and of itself the jedi religion is an inspiration and a way of life for many people throughout the world who take on the mantle of Jedi. Jedi apply the principles, ideals, philosophies, and teachings of Jediism in a practical manner within their lives. Real Jedi do not worship George Lucas or Star Wars or anything of the sort. Jediism is not based in fiction, but we accept myth as a sometimes more practical means of conveying philosophies applicable to real life. So we already instantly see the Jedis and Jediism can be a mystical way because they are living their faith, which we all should be living our faith. We should all be a direct representation of our faith. I mean, when we encounter anyone there should be no shadow of a doubt of what type of person you are by your interactions with others. You know, you, you should be that which you profess to be your faith. Again, walking like Christ, you know, living, uh, being like the Buddha, you know, 
whatever your faith and flavor, that's what you should be living. You should be living that way of life. And that's what the mystics do. And as we see straight out of the gate, this is one of the fundamentals of the Jedi. So what do the Jedi's believe? And this, all this information I'm going to be sharing now is from the Temple of the Jedi Order. And they are a 501c3 tax-exempt status group. So that is the tax-exempt status that uh, churches use. So they are considered by the United States government to be an authentic church. And after you hear what I'm going to share, you'll completely believe that, yeah, I mean, definitely, they are real. And what they are, if put into practice, is truly amazing. So the Jedi believe in the force and in the inherent worth of all life within it. Jedi believe in the sanctity of the human person. We oppose the use of torture and cruel or unusual punishment, including the death penalty. They believe in a society governed by laws grounded in reason and compassion, not in fear or prejudice. Jedi believe in a society that does not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or circumstances of birth, such as gender, ethnicity, and national origin. Jedi believe in the ethic of reciprocity and how moral concepts are not absolute but vary by culture, religion, and over time. Jedi believe in the positive influence of spiritual growth and awareness on society. Jedi believe in the importance of freedom of conscious and self-determination within religious, political, and other structures. Jedi believe in the separation of religion and government and the freedoms of speech, association, and expression. So next we have the three tenets of the Jedi. It says the three tenets, when used correctly, the Jedi tenets allow us to better ourselves and overcome any obstacles. They help us improve the world around us and fulfill our purpose in life as a Jedi. The first is focus. Focus is the art of pruning the irrelevant and pouring the best of your mind into what you are doing. Knowledge. Knowledge can be acquired by focusing on the task at hand. Wisdom. Wisdom is the sound application of accrued knowledge and experience through patient and good judgment. So here, here we always already see that this is very Eastern in these concepts because it's all about being what? What have we talked about over the seasons? About being here now, being completely in this moment because now is all we have or all we ever will have. We can't have the past. It's gone. We don't have the future. It's not here. We have only now. And this now is a now that you've never lived before, nor will you ever live again. So it's all about focus, knowledge, and wisdom, about being aware and making the most of each and every moment. Again, that's absolutely what the mystics do. Next, we have the Jedi Code. The Jedi Code comes in two versions, which are different ways of understanding the same teaching. The first version is emotion yet peace. This is very Zen. Ignorance, yet knowledge. 
passion, yet serenity, chaos, yet harmony. So no matter what's going on with your emotions, you're at peace. Or what's going on around you with other people's emotions, you're at peace. We see ignorance all over the place. And we're far from being, you know, the, the smartest, you know, most knowledgeable people in the world. But we see others who are lacking in knowledge or at least not putting it into proper practice. We see that especially in our government in the United States right now. We see it in the world with the war in Ukraine. So ignorance, even though we witness this ignorance, we have the knowledge to see beyond that, the wisdom to see beyond the dualities. Passion, even though there's so much passion, and that can be love or that can be extreme hatred, yet we are to be serene and have serenity. Chaos, that's pretty much sums up the world right now, doesn't it? It's totally chaotic. But in this chaos, we are to find harmony. And that's what the Jedi Code is. The second part of that, which is explained a little bit different, or worded a little bit different, is there is no emotion, there is peace. There is no ignorance, there is knowledge. There is no passion, there is serenity. There is no chaos, there is harmony. That's totally Zen. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually a great thing that they have these Eastern tenets in their, or Eastern ways in their, um, in their faith, because that's what the mystics have all been doing forever and a day. And by saying there is no, it's getting rid of the dualities of, you know, black, white, good, evil, finding that middle path, which we'll be getting into uh, when we talk about the Buddha we do a show on him uh, in an upcoming episode. Ooh, I forgot one. <laughs> Sorry about that. And I do apologize sincerely to any Jedi that are listening. I apologize. I forgot probably the most important one, which is death yet force. And the other uh, version of it is there is no death. There is the force. And that that's the honest to quote God truth that, there is no death. You know, what we see as our ceasing of this physical life is not death. It's actually evolution. We're evolving. We have to remember that we are journeymen and women. We're journey people. <laughs> and this life that we're in is the school of hard knocks, which some people interpret as hell. And it is... Um, important for us to learn as we move through this journey and to gain wisdom and, and to evolve and grow because this isn't the destination. This is just part of the journey, this life. Um, and that's all there is, is the universe, God, that um, divine energy, universal life force that force and we came from this force and to this force we return um, and it's all a matter of from that point on how you want to slice it and yes we'll get into that in future episodes on 
the heavens or heavenly realms. Um, there is evidence that there's multiple heavens or a hierarchy of heavens. And yeah, we'll get into that into in a future show. So stay tuned for that. So next we have the Jedi Creed. And the Jedi Creed is very interesting. And I'll tell you after I read it why I found it more fascinating than it might be to the common eye. And it goes, I am a Jedi, an instrument of peace. Where there is hatred, I shall bring love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. I am a Jedi. I shall never seek so much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. The Force is with me always, for I am a Jedi. Now, those of you who are Roman Catholic out there, that second part should sound very familiar because it is the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi from 1915. So it's neat how they're incorporating faiths into their faith. And it's, it's, just, it's making a very beautiful and powerful mosaic. So next we have the 16 teachings of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, this is this is. Comp this is very interesting and, and intricate stuff. This isn't fan fiction or cosplay. This is real stuff. Number one, Jedi are in touch with the Force. We are open to spiritual awareness and keep our minds in tune with the beauty of the world. We are forever learning and open our minds to experiences and knowledge of ourselves and others. Number two, Jedi maintain a clear mind, which can be achieved through meditation and contemplation. Our minds can become unduly troubled and concerned with the happenings of the world. We must work on overcoming our individual issues through training and diligence. Man, this is, this is all the mystic path, all the mystic way. Number three, Jedi are aware of the future impacts of action and inaction and of influence of the past, but live and focus on the now. We let ourselves flow like water through the events around us. We embrace the ever-changing and fluid world, adapting and changing as it does. I love the flow like water analogy. That's, that's from Bruce Lee. Amazing. Jedi are wary of attachments, both material and personal. The obsession over possessions and people creates the fear of losing those possessions and relationships which can cause ourselves to be trapped in a state of depression and loss. That's very Buddhist, very Buddhist, the whole non-attachment, non-duality detachment. Number five, Jedi understand that well-being consists in the physical, the mental, and the spiritual the Jedi trains each to ensure they remain capable of performing their duties to the best of their ability. All of these are interconnected and essential parts of training in becoming more harmonious 
with the force. Again, you see the tri, the triangle there, the trilogy of physical, mental, and spiritual. So very important. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely perfect. Number six, Jedi use their skills to best to the best of their ability. We do not use our knowledge and skill to boast or be prideful. We are mindful of the ego and mindful of our actions, exercising wisdom and humility. Number seven, Jedi understand their limitations. We recognize and take responsibility for our failures and develop a level of modesty about them. We respect the right for others to disagree and understand that they themselves are not perfect. Number eight, Jedi are patient. We work on training ourselves not to precipitate events around us. We know that becoming a Jedi is long and hard and requires rigorous dedication and commitment. Jedi train to act with a conscientious state of calmness. Number nine, Jedi have integrity. We are authentic to what we believe and are open, honest, and true to our purpose and our minds. We remove all masks to reveal ourselves as courageous and noble of heart. We do not hide from fear of damage to our image because we know that our image cannot be blemished from the words and actions of others. Number 10, Jedi serve in many ways. Each action performed, no matter the scale, influences the world. With this in mind, Jedi perform each action with peace, caring, love, compassion, and humility. So it is that each Jedi improves the world with each deed they perform. Number 11, Jedi are mindful of their thoughts. We recognize the beauty in others and we provide help to those who come seeking it. Through our benevolent actions, we strengthen not only ourselves, but also our communities. Jedi act without prejudice. Number 12, Jedi believe that love and compassion are central to their lives. We must love and care for each other as we must love and care for ourselves. By doing this, we envelop all life in the positivity of our actions and thoughts. We are providers and beacons of hope. That's very do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Next is number 13, Jedi cultivate empathy. We try to view things from another's perspective, making us sensitive listeners. We provide the confidence people need when talking through their difficulties and we share our learning with those who would benefit. We do this to help create a more harmonious society. Number 14, Jedi are guardians of peace. We believe in helping all those that are in need in whatever form to the best of our ability. We recognize that sometimes providing help requires courage in the face of adversity, but understand that conflict is resolved through peace, understanding, and harmony. Number 15, Jedi believe in eternal life through the Force. We do not become obsessed in mourning those who pass. We may grieve at their passing, but we are content knowing that they will forever be part of the Force and so always a part of us. Again, you see the connection between the force and universal life, energy, God, the divine. It's all the same thing with a different label. Next, we have number 16, Jedi make a commitment to their cause and to humanity. 
Our ideals, philosophies, and practices define the belief of Jediism, and we take action on this path for self-improvement and to help others. We are both the witnesses and protectors of the Jedi way by the practice of our convictions. So next they have the 21 maxims. Yes, this is, I'm, I'm telling you, they really did an amazing job putting this together. And I mean, definitely blessings to them. So the 21 maxims is number one is prowess to seek excellence in all endeavors expected of a Jedi. A Jedi strives to acquire greater skill and expertise in what they do at all times so that it may be used in the service of the greater good and not for personal profit. This requires discipline, patience, and perfect practice. Next is justice to always seek the path of right. A Jedi is unencumbered by bias or personal interest. Justice is a double-edged sword, one that protects the weak, yet also passes judgments according to a set of values. A Jedi tolerates that which is not Jedi and does not pass judgment on that which causes no harm, for it is just. Next is loyalty, to have faith in your Jedi brothers and sisters. A Jedi reminds, remains true to what they have learned and to their own teachings. A Jedi always serves those who wish to learn more of the ways of the Force and in doing so, remain loyal to the way of Jediism and their order. Next is defense, to defend the way of Jediism. A Jedi is sworn by oath to defend their faith and all it encompasses. Courage, to have the will. To be a Jedi sometimes means choosing the more difficult path, the personally expensive one, a Jedi knows that they must make the right choice, take the right side, and that the weak they have shown, have sworn, excuse me, the weak they have sworn to defend often stand alone. A Jedi puts aside fear, regret, and uncertainty, yet knows the difference between courage and sheer stupidity. Faith, to trust in the ways of the Force, although the ways of the Force may seem strange at times. The Jedi always knows their place and their role within it. Next is humility, to accept the ego for what it is. A Jedi does not boast of their accomplishments and knows that their accomplishments is its own reward. Fearlessness, to have no self-imposed limits. Fear is that which prevents a Jedi from accomplishing their duty. A Jedi learns to let go of their fears through their faith in the force and has no shame in admitting their shortfalls when they occur. I love that one. That is, I mean, I love them all, but that I really love that one on overcoming fear and being fearless. That's, that's awesome. Nobility to act with honor. Something this world really doesn't know that much of anymore, does it? A Jedi does not engage in petty, mean, or otherwise dubious activities. Acting with stature and distinction influences others, offering a compelling example of what can be achieved by those who follow Jediism. As I said at the beginning of the show, that about people should know you and know your faith by your actions. That's exactly perfectly said here. Next is honesty to evo avoid lies. A Jedi is honest with themselves and seeks to always go beyond appearances. There can be no honest self without the knowledge and wisdom 
to see truth. Pure motive is next, to act with motive and purpose. Without a sound motive and purpose, action has no meaning, no distinction, or excuse me, destination, and lacks a foundation. A Jedi moves with the force, trusts in its ways. A Jedi's actions are firmly based upon a deep motivation to be as their path dictates. Very Buddhist in that as well is Buddhists are very aware of their motivations and intentions or should be and that they act on that or from that. Um, Again, always being aware. See how all these things, all these maxims require you to be very aware and awake in the moment because the mind can easily and most of the time, 99.9% of the time is on autopilot and just reacts out of conditioning and instinct. And a lot of times, most of the times, that's not very good and not very healthy. So again, being aware of what is my motivation and intention behind everything. I think, say, and do. You know, is it of the utmost pure? You know, again, something for all of us to work on. Definitely. Next is discipline to let the self be sole master of the self. A Jedi's mind is structured, peaceful, unencumbered by emotions, physical state or external stimulation. Next is focus to select what matters most. A Jedi focuses in the task at hand, being aware in the moment. Although a Jedi is aware of the past and weary of the presence impact on the future, Through discipline, they know how to select and concentrate on priorities. Next is discretion, to become invisible. The Jedi knows there is a time and place for all things. They do not actively interfere in worldly affairs and refrain from overtly supporting or opposing other individuals or organizations. That's very ninja. If those of you who are familiar with the Japanese culture and martial arts, That is, it's very, very (laughs) ninja-esque. Again, Eastern, very Eastern, which is awesome. Next is meditation, to exercise the mind. Through regular meditation, a Jedi examines their motivations and are certain that they are not allowing emotion, ignorance, or passion to intrude upon them. Meditation can be used by a Jedi to improve their mindfulness, focus, or patience. We've talked about meditation and meditations mentioned in the Bible as far as new translations go. Um, meditation was big back in, in the days of Jesus. Um, you know, Buddhism started 500 years before Jesus and Jesus was a great meditator. How often do we see in the Bible where Jesus went off? And I'm speaking to Christians at this point, of course, um, where Jesus would go off and They would say to pray, but he was actually meditating as well as praying. I mean, prayer and meditation, I believe, are one and all and go hand in hand. I don't believe you can have proper prayer without meditation or proper meditation without prayer. So next is training to know one's ignorance. A Jedi knows there is always something more to learn and seeks new lessons every day. That's That is so very important. And that's a key to my life as well, especially my second life (laughs) is that um, 
you know, never, never waste a moment. You never know when this moment will be your last now, you know, in this lifetime, in this form, I should say. Um, so it's important to always learn, always grow, always evolve, because we don't know everything and you can't know everything. So to pretend or impersonate that you do know everything is is not good, not good at all. So it's good to be. It's great, actually, to be humble and to know your limits, to know your faults, to know where you need work and to actually focus on that and work on those things. Next is integrity, to be consistent. A Jedi lives as a Jedi at all times. Hypocrisy is their worst enemy. Next is morality, to know the danger of belief. A Jedi knows how contradicting beliefs of what is right and wrong can lead to devastating crimes and conflicts. A Jedi takes a step away from the subjectivity of opinion in favor of peace, of objectivity. A Jedi does not force their values upon others. Wow. Amen to that. I mean, how many of us know, and you know, going back to the church hurt episodes and things of that nature, how many of us have been to churches, and I'm not naming any specific because it goes all across the board in all faiths, you know, where we have people in in churches that are just poison and they treat everybody like garbage unless they're in that clique uh, with them and how they push, those faiths push their opinions in which they believe, say they are, they are their beliefs, but they're more of opinions than beliefs, which I guess they could go hand in hand, um, onto others making you try to fit your squareness into their roundness or vice versa. And it's instead of doing as Jesus did, again, going back to those who are Christian listening, those, instead of being like Jesus and accepting people as they are. Father Mike Cantor talked about this in season one of this episode. Check it out if you haven't about mystics, mysticism, and more. An incredible episode. And it goes hand in hand with what we're covering here. Um, is that it's important to see people for how they are. Yes, you can try to change somebody, but like Father Mike said, if they don't want to change, leave them alone. Accept them for who they are and what they are. Love them for who they are and what they are. That's what Jesus did. So next we have conflict. Know, to know when to fight. A Jedi knows the conflicting nature of the Force, but they also know its peace and serenity. A Jedi never blindly enters conflict and always does so for the greater good. And if that doesn't make any sense to you as far as using divine, the divine or God, remember, we are all children of the divine, of God, of the universal life, quote, force, end quote. Um, and we know people use their lives for negative and people use their lives and hurt other people or kill other people. And that's what this uh, maxim is referring to as far as doing your level best to be there for those, uh, for the downtrodden, for, for those in need of help um, that are in conflict, but use wisdom and skillful means, uh, very Buddhist, um, to know when and how to react and how to help. 
Next is intervention, to know when not to act. A Jedi knows how inaction can have a great, how great an impact as action and how some of the greatest lessons are self-taught. To be a victor is also taking that victory from those you protect. A Jedi intervenes only when a Jedi's intervention is required. So that goes hand in hand with the one we just covered with this conflict because, again, having the wisdom and skillful means to know when to intercede or, as it says, intervene and when not to. Some, I mean, we have all need to learn life lessons. Those of you who have children know it's very difficult to watch them bonk their head or watch them fail. And even though you've told them this isn't going to work, they do it themselves and they do it anyway. But it's their life lesson to learn. And it's the only way they'll learn is if they, I mean, we all, the greatest lessons in our life we've learned through our failings and our falls and trips and stumbles. And, you know, but the thing is, is we learn, we're supposed to learn from that, get up, dust ourselves off and keep going. And it's, it's an, that's a very awesome maxim here. And the final maxim is harmony, to be connected to the Force. A Jedi seeks to live in harmony with the Force, for that is the reason to be a Jedi, to better understand its ways, to better know one's place within it. And that's absolutely mystical. The mystical path right there is to live in harmony with the divine, to commune with the divine, to always be in and with divine. You know, as I've said many times, and I always will say, we're always connected with the divine. The only time we are disconnected is through our mind. And that's not a true disconnect. You can't disconnect from that which you are. You are that which is all. You are God. You are the divine. You are the force. You are it and it is you. So when you do feel disconnected, you're actually not disconnected. It's a mental thing. You think you are, but you're actually not. And it's as easy as just bringing your mind. What have you said in the past, everybody? Bringing our mind from our thoughts from our head to our heart. We should always strive to be heart-centered because that's where the divine essence resides, is in our heart. If we act from the heart... You can't go wrong, but we act from the head (laughs) that often gets us into trouble. But we have been conditioned and raised and culture and society has taught us to always think with the mind, with the head, go with your head, not your heart. And a lot of cultures actually condemn people for following their heart and living from their heart. But as we see the Jedi way is so much i mean if you had to pencil out um a list of things for a mystic faith this is it this is absolutely it It, everything from a to z is here and one of the things i love about many things i love about the jedi and the, the temple of the jedi order is on their website which is amazing and i'll have a link to this information as well as their website um in the show notes so be sure to check them out they actually will let you uh, register if you want to uh, 
become a member and be on their, they're very uh, um, busy and active. That's the correct word, active. They're very active online. Um, they have message boards and stuff like that that you can write. They have sermons that they post online. Um, it's, it's great. It's amazing. But one of the most important things that I love most about them is that they encourage you to bring your faith with you. Whatever faith you are right now, they encourage you to bring that with you and to not let that faith go. You can study and become a Jedi and study Jediism, but still be Catholic, Jewish, Christian, Buddhist, Muslim. It all adds that spice and flavor to your faith. And that's just, I love that. I love that they are that vocal and upfront, you know, on their website where they explicitly say that they don't they strongly encourage you to keep your current faith and to learn this and meld it into who and what you are because it's what who and what we all naturally are we're all the divine and the divine is us we're all part of the force and the force is us Again, remember, there's no way we can be disconnected. Going back to episode what? Everybody, come with me. Episode one of season two, the Penny Whitbrod episode where she showed in her DNA. I know I'm going to always say this because it's, it's a, to me, it's not just an amazing example or analogy. It's also proof where God showed her in her DNA where it is and that it is in and of each and every one of us. We just have to wake up to that. We have to live from that. And this stuff with the Jedi, I mean, if we were all to just put this into practice, and you don't have to use the label Jedi, if we were all just to put this into everyday practice with these maxims and tenets and, and creeds and all this is, man, wouldn't life just be amazing wouldn't we all learn grow and evolve and help so much wouldn't the world be so much a better place you know and i know it can be sound it can sound daunting to try to change the world but we have to start one person at a time and again going back to the penny Whitbrod episode what happened when she helped that woman that was in line that was short on her grocery order and Penny just went ahead and paid what the woman couldn't pay on her grocery bill so the woman could get the items that she needed to get for her and her family because she was frantically looking to what she could put back of hers and sacrifice for her children. What happened with that? God showed Penny in the future down the road after that incident that this woman was working in a food pantry giving out free groceries to people in need. She was paying it forward. See that ripple effect or butterfly effect um, as it's sometimes called. It's so very real folks and don't ever underestimate any good that you do for another. I mean, I'm not saying be all 
big-headed and bloated about it. I mean, it's, it's extremely important to be humble. Again, remember our motivation and intention is to help, to not boast. Again, as the Jedi were saying, to never boast, never be selfish, be selfless, help others. Never underestimate what you do for others and the help, even the smallest thing. You don't realize that just something as simple as holding a door for somebody that has their arms full of luggage or uh, bags or groceries or something like that, what it does for them. Or complimenting somebody or saying hello or good morning or good evening or good night to someone, what it does to them. You don't understand that that person, that being, may be at their breaking point. They may be contemplating suicide. They may be contemplating on harming and taking the lives of other people, which we're seeing so much here in the States lately, and then taking their own life. And that one act of kindness, one act of generosity, one act of selflessness could be the turning point for that person to help them not do what they were thinking of doing, not taking their own life, not harming others, not taking the lives of others and their self. So again, never underestimate the good that you can do in this world. As Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world. It starts with you and radiates out. Remember that? We've talked about that in our meditations. And again, that's, that's the life of the mystics, the life of the Jedi, the life of Christians, the life of Muslims, the life of Jews, the life of Native Americans, the, the, the life of um, Hecateans or whatever <laughs> they refer to themselves, witches, everyone, Buddhists, um, Sufis, um, Islam, this is how we are supposed to be, regardless of our labels. What's our root label? We are the divine, and the divine is us. No separation, ever. So that, my dear brothers and sisters, was episode 10, and that means we're halfway through the season. Man, talk about moving and grooving. For this week's prayer, I would like to recite that creed again, the Jedi creed. But what I'll do this time is I'll take the Jedi label off of it. That way it does not offend anyone. Hopefully none of this offends anyone. I mean, we should all um, not be so, you know, stranglehold on our faith that, and not open-minded or open-hearted to others. We should love and respect all beings, all faiths, um, so again, I'm going to recite this creed as and use it as our closing prayer, again, without the Jedi label. So hopefully this, if you take the labels off and you're not focused on the label and you're focused on what it's actually saying, maybe it will resonate more with you. And again, remember, the second part is actually from, it's the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, you know, from 1915. That was what, last Tuesday? <laughs> Feels like it, doesn't it? So here we go. Where there is hatred, I shall bring love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. 
I shall never seek so much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Okay, so we have several prayer requests for this week. So get your prayer books, prayer notepads, whatever, ready for all of these requests. First, we have, and this is in no particular order, Mike S. we mentioned last week. Mike S. is still in desperate need of our prayers uh, for his heart events that he's been having. He may have to have an ablation done. His doctor's going to check him again in the next six months unless something drastic happens between now and then. He has a pacemaker defibrillator, so any events with his heart are monitored and recorded. Uh, so let's please keep my guests in our thoughts and prayers. I got to speak with him last Sunday. He's doing really well as far as, you know, um, in his mind and in his faith. He stands strong in his faith, and it's amazing. He's just an amazing, inspirational being. Next is Bob. Bob has stage 2 follicular lymphoma. We've talked about Bob. Bob goes back Monday and Tuesday of this coming week, which will be tomorrow and Tuesday, uh, for his second round of chemo treatments. He has an appointment at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time Monday, and he has to undergo four hours of chemo treatment. And then he has to go back on Tuesday for another 45 minutes of treatment. Now, last time Bob had... The treatments he did good on the first day, but the second day really, really was extremely hard on him. Let's keep him in our hearts, thoughts, and prayers that this time goes so much better and that his body responds positively to the chemo and that the cancer is eradicated. Next is Kathy. Kathy, we've mentioned many times, uh, just please keep her in your prayers. Um, she has so many different health issues. She's got a, a rare genetic disorder where her body has many issues with all of her different organs. Uh, so please keep her in your thoughts and your prayers in your hearts. Uh, Michael T, we've mentioned him before. Uh, he has MS symptoms and a great amount of pain, but has not been diagnosed uh, with MS. They don't know what's wrong with him. And speaking of not knowing what's wrong with someone, Father Mike Cantor is still in desperate need of our prayers uh, and our love. Um, he's still suffering greatly. He's in a lot of pain. Um, he said his health is improving ever so slightly. So let's please keep those prayers going for him. Uh, next, Emma found out that she does have to have the shoulder surgery on September 13th. So please keep her in your heart, thoughts and prayers. Uh, Haven has to go for her CT angiogram this Tuesday at 12.45 p.m. So let's please keep her in our hearts, thoughts, and prayers that this uh, CT scan comes back absolutely sparkling clean and that she's got a great bill of health. Uh, and we just need general prayers for health and well-being for Elaine and for Megan, Molly, Gwyn, and Jean. And if you are in need of prayers, information at the end of the show on how to contact me. I love to pray. Everybody that listens to the show loves to pray. Let us pray for you. I would like to begin offering a blessing, also known as a benediction or benedicta to all of you after the closing prayers and prayer request. Um, 
I start off in Latin with this prayer and what I will be saying in Latin means in the name of the divine son and Holy Spirit. And I say that and I use divine instead of father because I firmly believe the divine is both father and mother and the divine is everything. Literally, the divine is creation. The divine made everything is everything. Um, so when you hear me say that in Latin, that's what I'm saying. Feel free to use it. It's not sanctioned by any church. Of course, it's my personal thing, but feel free to adopt it if you want. Okay. In nomine divi fili et spiritus sancti. May the divine shine upon and within you. May the divine hear and answer your prayers. May you experience divine love, compassion, and forgiveness. May your brokenness be healed and may you share that healing with others. May the divine bless you with peace, health, and love. In nomine divi fili et spiritus sancti. So before we go, I do have one quick reminder. I know, like I'm quick with anything. I'm such a windbag. But no, seriously, I guess I was being serious. I don't know. <laughs> Is the pet show that's going to be coming up it's going to be our season finale if you're new to the show this is the first time you've heard this if you are a longtime listener you've heard me talk about this uh, for quite some time now so if you're one of those people that's waiting to the last minute you're almost there i mean i know we're at what episode here but it's it's fast approaching and i need a little time to be able to record this episode and i've received a few people with entries but I haven't received stories. I'm, I'm, I've just received like, hey, mention Fufulu Pup Pup. And it's like, uh, okay, but what about Fufulu Pup Pup? You know, what was Fufulu Pup Pup to you? You know, what, you know, give me the story of said Fufulu Pup Pup, you know? Because <laughs> that's what the show is going to be all about is sharing the live and stories of these amazing uh, fur babies or furless babies or whatever these pets or as we say children or babies are to us uh, on this episode so i mean i could just say hey you know so and so said hey mention fufulu pup pup okay i just mentioned fufulu pup pup but then you're all scratching your head like me saying what about it you know what about fufulu you know who was fufulu so or pup pup <laughs> whatever you called it so please if you've already written me or contacted me a lot of you <laughs> that are family can contact me directly by phone or text um please write me back text me again with the story you know email me with the story and if you're waiting to the last minute you know time's ticking uh take a moment you know share the story of your beloved pets your beloved fufulu pup pup <laughs> so i can share that story with everyone that listens to the show and those of you who are new to the show don't know how to contact me but that information is coming up here just a moment those of you longtime listeners already know it's at the end of every show how many of you are still here still listening ah if you are then here's a treat for you we are having a book nook this Wednesday. It will air at 12 a.m. Eastern time. That's 12 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. 
So thank you all so very much for listening all the way up to this point. Enjoy your gift. I so hope and pray that you have enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you've been searching for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast, and more here with us. Don't be a stranger. Come around anytime, all the time. We now have an Amazon.com wish list for the show for anyone who would like to make an offering. Um, A link can always be found in the show notes and show description. Now, I know some people like to do that, that, that helps them feel as you know they're contributing and doing something and this is the best way because some people have asked me about setting up a patreon and i'm completely against that i don't want to accept any kind of money for anything i'm doing here jesus didn't do it buddha didn't do it i didn't do it before when i taught uh, buddhism and eastern philosophy for four years um, but i will accept books so i do have a list uh, on that wish list for the show that you can, if you feel compelled to, and you have the means, please don't take from your grocery money or your bill money or from just life money. If you have it and you want to make an offering, then go to the wish list and do so. I would be beyond grateful and appreciative. And by purchasing books and sending them to me, what you're doing is You're helping me educate myself so I can then pass that education on to all of you. And that also sparks and creates and inspires more and more shows. So it's a gift that keeps giving that's never ending. I'm always open to questions and suggestions. Um, As I always say, there's it's always like crickets in my mailbox. (laughs) I don't hear much from anybody but you know unless it's family and there's nothing wrong with that but i know there are so so many of you all over the world that are listening and i completely understand and i respect your privacy and i respect that you're quiet um and but i do want you all to know that i'm here for you all the time and uh, again speaking of suggestions i mean I know there are so many amazing angels and saints, past and present, in your community, in your country. Could even be you that the world doesn't know about, but by gosh, we should know about. Um, Could be some that have come and gone that are fading from memories and hearts. And we tend to, you know, shine the light on a lot of those here in the show. And that's kind of one of the goals of this show is to make sure these beings stay alive because they are such amazing, truly amazing. Um, It's tragic for someone, anyone really, to be their memory to be lost, uh, their life to be lost. And we don't want that. So again, please, please, please feel free to contact me, share these people with me, even if it's you. Please get with me, share with me so I can share with the world. Remember, you don't have to be alone on your spiritual journey. Again, I'm always here for all of you. I'm always available to help guide, uh, offer advice. Uh, You can always email me directly or contact me through the website. My services are ever growing and expanding as the spirit takes me 
and as you all need. And the cost of these services or all services I provide is absolutely zero. Absolutely free. I'm here for you guys. Next is prayers. Uh, you guys always hear me say this and you always will. I love to pray and so do listeners of the show. So please let us pray for you. So all of these services, how do you make it happen? By contacting me. And how can you do that? There's two ways you can do that. First, you can email me directly at faithandmorepodcast, all one word, faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. And the second way is through the website. There's a contact button on the website where you can email me or you can fill out the prayer request form at the bottom of the web page. You can also use that form for also asking for help, for guidance, for suggestions, for advice. Use that as well. It's a, it's a catch-all form. Use it as you need it. So in order to find the website, you go to Faith and More Podcast. Again, all one word. Faith and More Podcast. W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash my dash site. S-I-T-E. And there's always links to my contact information, email, and the website in all of our show notes and show descriptions. So, until next week, have a blessed week and know that each and every one of you is in my heart and prayers. Bless you.